Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Nothing Too Serious is here. It's been a little while. Our formats have changed, but that's not the big deal. The big deal today is we have arguably the most famous basketball player in North America right now, and his name isn't LeBron. It's not Kevin Durant. It's Doug Edder. Doug, what's going on, baby? What's good? What's up? Not a whole lot. How? Uh, what, what are you doing right now? Tell me. Give me like a, a rundown of your your life. Where are you right now? What's it been like since you've been home? Right now, everything hasn't hit me. I'm still, I'm, I still don't know what's going on. Uh, it's been a, it's been a, a whirlwind, really. Uh, there's been so much going on since the tournament and uh, since uh, this crazy run that we had, putting uh, St. Peter's on the map. Uh, people all over the country rooting for us as the underdog, which is amazing, uh, especially the state of New Jersey. Seriously, a lot of support coming my way and and the team's way. And I'm just happy that we made so many people proud. No, you you definitely did. I mean, we're gonna go through the whole run here in a couple of a couple of seconds. But yeah, are you are you from New Jersey? Is that where you're born and raised? Yeah. Or? Yeah. So I'm from Nutley, New Jersey, which is like 20 25 minutes away from my school. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask you the the mustache first and foremost before we get into any of the serious stuff. Not that this isn't serious. This is probably the most serious. Oh, is, the mustache, is the mustache a rally stash or was this a full season stash? Yeah, no. So, so do you want to tell you the full story? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Full story, Doug. All full stories. Don't worry about talking too much. We're here to listen. I got baby. you. So, so what happened was my, my coach was, uh, was very strict on our, our rules on lockdown because of COVID. So we weren't allowed to go out and expose ourselves to people such as like barbers and stuff. So my point guard, Matt Lee, he was also my roommate with Daryl Banks and stuff. Uh, he learned how to cut hair. He learned how to cut his own hair, and he's been cutting everybody's hair on the team. So we didn't have to go to any bar or whatever. But my hair is a little different than everybody else's, so mine is a little bit challenging. So <laughs> so him and Daryl, uh, they, they worked it out. We got a haircut. My hair looked crazy, insane. I was like, I need to get a haircut, Matt. Like, you got to help me out. So he helped me. He cut my hair and I had a bunch of facial hair. Like I looked like a mess. Like it was crazy how I looked. So I'm like, just clean me up. Like do something, help me please. So him and Daryl, Daryl's helping him out, but he was doing most of the work. Uh, Matt gave me a haircut and then we moved down to my facial hair. So we are like, you know, let's just, let's just mess around. Let's just have some fun with it. Let's cut like a little bit at a time. So we cut like the sides off and yeah. just left like a little goatee. Right. And then we're like, no, like you got to get that off. Like it doesn't look good. Wait, what do you so mean? Did you weave? Did you weave the goatee for like a couple of days, or this was just in one? No, no, sitting? this is all. This is all one night. This okay. is all in one night. So I look at myself. We go back. I'm like, nah, like we got to get rid of this. Let's leave the mustache though, like just to see what it looked like. So we cut my chin hair and we leave the mustache, and they're both like, wait, hold on, this actually looks good. Like it actually like looks like it fits on you. So I'm like, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like. What, what am I doing right now? Like, this is, no. <laughs> so they thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. We were like, let's just leave it for a day. And um, I left it and everyone, a couple of people noticed it. A lot of people said, shave it off right now. Like you have to get rid of that. And I was like, nah, like, I mean, I'm having fun with it. It's, it's funny. And uh, so what happened was I started making a lot more shots in practice and games. My team started winning and playing well. So I'm like, wait, hold on. My mustache is giving me powers right now. So, and it's helping out the team. So I had to leave it and the rest is history. So how was, long ago, how long ago was this? 
Like when this was first... mid-season. I, I don't remember. Oh, exactly. so like month, you got a mustache for months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is okay. this is a mid-season thing. Uh, it it was really awesome how how it came out and and then uh, when it went viral, people started giving it so much attention, more attention than me myself, which I don't mind at all. All the memes and stuff, but I found it hilarious, so I gotta keep it now. It's like it's a part of me. So you had you had pretty much your that was your like Mike moment, right? He gets the right, shoes. Right. You had the mustache. Did you exactly. dunk? At, did you dunk in practice after the mustache, or is that still not? Oh really no, a I've been dunking before the mustache, but. Okay. Got you. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Being very clear. Um, <laughs> very clear. Who, My who rim hated, razors. Who hated the stash the most? Family members, a girlfriend. Who was who a uh, hater of the stash at first? And have they well, have they I've changed? Heard, heard, they like it now. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of people that didn't like it. My mom didn't like it. Uh, my dad thought it was funny, which I knew he would. My brothers definitely didn't like it. And then my girlfriend hated it at first, like absolutely didn't like it. She's like, you got to get that off your face right now. And I'm like, no, like I'm leaving it. It's funny. So then I left it. And a lot of people that were like, oh, like you got to get rid of it. Now it turned into like, a, oh, like it kind of looks all right. Like it's growing on me. And now it's like everybody loves it. So it's a it's a must keep. Well, yeah. Will you ever shave it at this point? Like, do you, do you look down the road? Like at some point I've got to do something or is it just like, this is, this is done. Uh, this is it. Right after what happened right now, it's, it's staying for as long as I, as long as I'm here. Do you that's, have to that's like it. trim it and stuff? Or is this just yeah, like, it's, it's perfect. No. Yeah. So, so uh, I trimmed it once uh, earlier in the season, but then when we got towards like the end of the season, a lot of superstition came about, so I just left it. haven't done anything with it. But I feel like now since the season's over and it's kind of there, I can, like, do a little bit with it, like, trim it and, like, clean it up. But uh, I've been – honestly, I've been a little nervous to go near it because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> Did you cop a brand yeah. deal yet? Did we get this man, like, a Manscaped or what, what are – you probably know better than uh, me. Not, not yet. Not yet. It's in the works, God. but not yet. Okay. All right. Cool. Is it actually in the works? Have you, have you got contacted yet by any trimmers? I'm shocked. This was one of my questions, too. I'm like, somebody either wall, Manscaped. I thought Manscaped would be faster than Buffalo Wild Wings because they normally are, but nothing yet. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, nothing yet. I, I got a couple things going, but uh, I, I'm still trying to work everything out right now. That's good. That's good. Um, I wanted to – so I want to do uh, – we're eventually going to get to the Mount Rushmore of – mustaches in sports so i want you to try Sorry. to rack your brain and think like who's got like that that mustache at your level um but before we do that you guys st peter's st peter's in the tournament wasn't st peter's regular season in the maac right like you guys flipped the switch at some point was the mustache the flip the switch moment or what what happened during the season um like was there a turning point where you guys felt yourself because I, I looked at, at the record and then I looked at some of the regular season games. I saw like the loss of St. Francis. I can't remember what the tweet said, but it put you guys at like, uh, I want to say under 500 record at the time in the conference. Like where was that turning point? Yeah. So, so we got off to a rough start, honestly, uh, with our non-conference games, just like right. St. Francis. That, that was a, a tough loss. Uh, we struggled. We had a bunch of new guys. We had a bunch of returning guys, but it was just things weren't flowing right. Uh, right. We handled a lot of adversity. Uh, we went on a COVID shutdown and we came back and we, we had a different mindset. Like after not, after getting shut down for COVID, we all had like a, it, it was like our love was taken away from us. We couldn't play with each other, each other anymore at that time. Uh, people were in quarantine. So we're like, we got back with a whole different mindset. Like, wow, like we really have to cherish this. And I feel like that, that was a main turning point. And like, 
us coming together as a team and saying like, like we got to like step it up. We got to work harder. We got to be more together when we play. And uh, that, that was really it. We had a, a yeah. bunch of good practices. I mean, every day we're practicing as hard as we possibly can for however long the practices are. It doesn't matter. Our coach preaches uh, just giving maximum effort the whole time. So I feel like, uh, especially towards the end of the season, uh, we really turned up. We really got a, had a lot, a little click. There's a, our chemistry was better. We were flowing better. We had a lot better attitudes. And uh, the main focus was, was win. Cause right. at, at this point, the time of the playoffs, <laughs> it was like you win or you go home. And we weren't ready to go home yet at all. So we were doing everything in our power to, to prepare correctly and to go out there and win or else we're going to be done and our season's going to be over just like that. So that was really the mindset towards the end of the season. What do you guys think, like, obviously the first game against Kentucky, right? Like, they're a 2C. They got all these, like, five stars. Like, honestly, guys that I know better than your team just because overtime, like, has always, like, covered those kids. Like, was your mindset kind of, like, hate like I hate like screw them I hate that like what was your yeah what were your thought process going into that game like playing a two seed no one like gives you a chance really but like they had dudes who are all of them are going to be in the NBA in the next two years right right yeah, yeah no uh I mean we, we watched uh the selection we saw who we were playing and uh I don't think it phased us like we we really said all right like that's cool like we're we belong here we're going to go out there and play as hard as we can we're going to prepare like it's it's a normal game in our regular season and we're going to do everything we possibly can to get the win. We didn't really focus too much on, on who they were playing. Obviously, we did scouting. We knew them that way. But we didn't care about the name of the jersey or all the big-time players they had. Uh, we couldn't think about that. Like, that's just, that's just having a bad mindset. We just had to focus on the game plan and what we can do in our control to win the game. What makes Shaheen Holloway such a good coach? Definitely his, his passion. His passion for the game. He preaches toughness and intensity. And it just his belief in us. Uh, I've always said his belief in us helps us believe in ourselves way more. So he he has maximum confidence in us as players, as individuals. And you get a bunch of guys like that and put them all together. And then you start believing in in this one unit working together to, to accomplish something. But uh, he he really preaches defense and our and his toughness. And it's just it's how he was as a player. So he's trying to make it his team. Uh, his team's reputation, and I think that's a reputation we got is just hard nosed. We're just gonna work the whole game. We're never gonna give up, and uh, yeah, that's it. You guys were extremely confident, though. Like that's that's what I noticed. Like, and I think any any like lower seed um, going into the tournament, and I think you see it with like a UMBC beating Virginia, right? Uh, right. When when they start to gain that confidence, that's when that's when the upsets happen. But you say Coach Holloway instills that. Is there any like? specific moment that you can point to or something he said to you or another player during the game that like that embodies the fact that he instills confidence as a coach in his players is there anything you could point to um yeah I mean I mean it's been a whole year thing he's always believed in us he always says that we work so hard and stuff but I think uh one time during the game it was towards the end of the game and he was just he started we were in a timeout and he's yelling like we got this like you guys work so hard you guys deserve this you guys deserve everything you get and you guys outwork everybody in the country. And he just, I don't know, it gave me the chills in the timeout and everybody started clapping, getting like hyped up about it. And we went out there and we, we played so much harder uh, and it, we just got the job done and it felt amazing. And that was during the Kentucky game? 
Yeah, that was during the Kentucky game. He's done a bunch of times, but I yeah. feel like this time with the environment that we were in, the situation we were in, it was just a, a whole different level of a. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. There's really no words to explain uh, the feeling that I had and, and my team had at that moment. No, I, I, want, I got chills listening to that. Yeah, I want to talk more about the tournament, but before we get there, like talking about coach, he he recruited you, right? Because he's been there since I think 2018. What was your recruitment like? Like, what's your high school background? I saw you you won like a title at in high school and different things. What what was your recruitment like? Because you obviously stayed close to home. Yeah, so uh, my recruitment, I I didn't have that many schools reach out. I had offers from FDU, New Hampshire, and Wagner, and St. Peter's, obviously. So those were my only offers. So I took those all into consideration. But uh, something was different about Coach uh, Holloway and his recruitment for me. I felt like he he really made me feel like a part of his family from like the jump. And uh, St. Peter's is local, and I, I wanted to stay local uh, so I could be close to my family. My family come watch my games and stuff. So uh, I think his recruitment and his coaching staff did a great job of like showing that I'm like part of their family, and it just it felt right. Yeah, no, I mean I'm I'm looking at him right here at his Wikipedia. He's not that old. He's a young coach, he's 45, um, and he obviously was a hooper. I mean, he won if I'm if I'm correct. He won the MVP of the McDonald's game that Kobe was in, correct? Yeah, that, yeah exactly. Does Doug, does he ever get out during practice and play with you guys? Does he ever lace him up for real? Because I know some coaches uh, do that. No, he, he doesn't do that. He'll mess around with us a little bit, but he doesn't he does not lace him up and play with I us. I want coaches to start playing more. Like, I think they should. <laughs> like, at overtime at OT, we have Coach Ali, who you played with, right, George? Did you play with him that one time? No, no, no. I haven't played with them. He's played one time in the last like 30, like ever since he retired. So it was like 15 years ago or something. And then he just gave everyone buckets, but then he like hasn't laced them up since. It's like. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I feel like they could just turn it on whenever because they just have so much experience and knowledge of the game that it's just, it overrides the athleticism and uh, it's just, it's just awesome. And and they don't care, right? Doug, you know, this from, from division one practices, like if you're, if you're on a scout team, you know, and like a lot of my career at West Virginia, if I'm on the scout team, I have the ultimate green light. Like I can do whatever I want. That's how coaches play. Like we have coaches who are young too on our staff and they'll get out there and just torch guys. And, and they will talk shit the whole time because they're like, you know what I'm saying? They have, they can do no wrong. They could airball a couple, but as long as they're hitting a few shots, it doesn't matter. But that's, that's interesting. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't lace him up. That's uh, that's funny that he said, nope, I'm, I'm done. I'm retired. I'm retired. Um, <laughs> Looking at, who you, looking at who you guys played in the tournament, right? You played number two, Kentucky, number seven seed, Murray State, number three seed, Purdue, and then obviously lost to the eight seed, UNC, who's in the final four now. Was UNC by far the best team, or did you guys just not play as well? Like, who's the best team you guys played in the tournament? No, I feel like it's hard to tell because I feel like at that at that time, it's like they're all the same. Uh, they're all these, these big-time schools with great players, great coaches, great programs, and I feel like we, we looked at them all the same. We respected them, but we believed that we could beat all of them. Uh, there wasn't one team that really stood out more than the other, but uh, they're all great programs. And I, it's just amazing that we were able to get the job done on, on certain nights. And then, unfortunately, we weren't able to, to beat UNC. They obviously uh, they had a, a way better night than we did. But, uh, no, we respect everybody. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. North Carolina's got a ton of momentum. North Carolina has a ton of momentum right now. I mean, after they beat Duke in Cameron, I was like, this might be the team that wins it. Um, my pick is is Duke in the Final Four. I think they I think they win it all this year. I think they're playing 
the best out of anybody. They beat Arkansas handily, which was surprising. But, Doug, who do you think is going to win the national championship this year? Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be Duke, too. Uh, Coach K's last year. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're playing really well, and I feel like they, they want to do it for the coach so bad. So I feel like they, they have the best chance. Would you rather it be North Carolina, the team that the team that knocked off your run? I understand you don't obviously we all we all want it to be the Peacocks. I wish right. we were sitting <laughs> saying like we know you're you're gonna win the That'd next two sick. games, but would you rather it be North Carolina? Is that like a you know, like something that might be able to have some? Yeah, I mean to? a lot of people mentioned that, like, oh, you would want the team that beat you to win it all, so you could say you lost to the people that win it all. But uh to me, I don't really it, it doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter. Whatever well, you watch. Happens, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely going to watch, but uh, it, it's not like I'm rooting for one team more than the other. I'm just there as a, a spectator. As you say. Good stuff. Did, did the fact that they were the Peacocks have anything to do with your commitment to St. Peter's or, or no? No, <laughs> that actually went the other way. I'm like, Peacocks, like, do I want to be a Peacock for four years? But <laughs> no. You made the right decision. You made the, the right decision. The national Peacock thing. You guys won a game on National Peacock Day or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. guys know that going in? Yeah, I saw I saw a couple of tweets on that day, on a game day that it was National Peacock Day, and I'm like, what's what is going on right now? Like, what is happening? <laughs> um, I have a couple of questions about you blowing up, right? So, first of all, throughout the tournament, you're hitting shots. When did you realize, like, oh my god, I'm like going viral right now? Uh, I think it was it was after the first game after beat Kentucky. Uh, all my teammates really, everybody's phone was blowing up after the game because it was such an amazing upset. Um, and I started I started with like fifteen hundred followers on Instagram. I got back to my phone after the game and I was already at like seven thousand. I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, what did we just do as a team? Everybody's phone is blowing up. Everyone's looking at it like, what do we even do? Like, this is awesome. But uh, again, like at that time, it was like our focus was on basketball. So after the game, it would be great to like look at our phone and stuff. But then it comes, a, it's a quick turnaround between games. So we had to like turn our phones off and lock in for the next game, turn the page and just focus at the, at the task at hand. Well, so. I think, I think that's what usually happens to teams. Like when they fall off an upset, they like, they don't realize that they have to turn around and have a game in like 48 hours. They kind of like soak it all in. And it's not, yeah, it sounds no. like you guys didn't do that, which is good. No, we definitely did a great job of uh, turning the page and just just uh, flipping our mindset from, all right, we just won, we're all happy, but we're also not satisfied, we want to keep going, let's turn the page and let's lock in for the next game. Any uh, any cool people DM you after any of the games? You obviously got a lot of followers now. Uh, yeah, I had a bunch of people DM me after the games. Uh, a lot of famous people, I would say. All right, like, come on, give us a top three. Doug, Doug come on, baby. Come who's on, man. Biggest, <laughs> who's, who's the biggest DM that? That you got or at least shout out that you got after those games i would say uh lawrence taylor he was one of them uh which is awesome uh my guy supreme patty he was one of the first ones who wishes luck and then uh let me see oh um mac jones uh, mac jones that's a big yeah. one so there's a bunch of people that just reached out and i love all the support and it's amazing that these high level people are just reaching out to me and i'm just like sitting there like looking at my phone smiling like this is just awesome. Doug, Doug, I, I just want to, I just want to like, just give you a little warning. I don't want to see you in any Supreme Patty. You 
YouTube video squeezing lemons in yeah. your eye. <laughs> we don't ever have to go down that road. Guys. We can do a lot of other things. We don't I, ever have to go. He's awesome. I love what he does, but I don't think I can see myself doing any of that kind of stuff. But oh, he is. He's a, he's a cool dude. He lost a bunch of weight too, but I was just messing because that's the only thing I remember is him doing that. Yeah, yeah. Lemons. It's funny. That's good stuff. Um, so let's let's talk hypotheticals real quick, Doug. Let's say Coach Holloway. I hope he goes back to St. Peter's. I hope he does. Okay. Um, let's say he doesn't. Say he goes to Seton Hall. Do you feel like it's necessary even to keep like St. Peter's still in consideration, obviously, because of everything that you went through there? But would you, in a hypothetical world, be like, I at least have to test waters in the transfer portal? Uh, I have no idea. It hasn't really hit me yet, so I'm really not thinking about that yet. I feel like I got I got a decent amount of time to just uh, relax and just uh, hang out, enjoy what we just accomplished as a team. Even my teammates are saying the same thing. Like, we're just going to take it step by step. Yeah. We're not going to rush to conclusions. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to sit back and evaluate and then uh, decide what's best for me and take that cross that bridge when I get there. So you just play, just play it by ear. I hear you. That's exactly. uh, that, that's the, that's the PC answer. That's what I expected I would get, but I had to ask anyways. Um, I mean, it, like if you, and I'm not going to keep pushing you on it, but like, is there any other coach you'd rather play for than coach Holloway at this point in your career? Uh, I've, I have no idea. I don't think so. No shot, uh, right? Coach, uh, I don't know. He, he's just, did, he's just done so much for me and I, we have a great connection. So, yeah. That's cool, man. That's 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 all you can ask for in the in college basketball is to create right. a connection like that. Who I mean, you'll talk to him no matter what for the rest of your life. You're uh, you're gonna be a senior. Yeah, I'm going to be a senior. You guys have a good amount of the team back, right? I think only, I think two of your three top scorers are back. Yeah, we had uh, we have our all our junior class, which is like the five of us. We came in all as freshmen together. We've been together ever since, so we're all coming back. Uh, seniors and then we get that the fifth year if we want it so yeah I think Jordan, Jordan's gonna take nine years which is good yeah if I'm, <laughs> I'm on year six now no I'm just kidding this is my fifth year <laughs> it's my fifth year to clarify for everybody who's gonna troll in my Instagram comments this year but uh, <laughs> are you on <laughs> has it been cooler to see the social media stuff blow up or like when you go back home, I don't know if you've gone back home, but like talking to your family and stuff, like has any of that stuff changed though? Because obviously the social media stuff, you're talking to us, different things like that have changed, but has anything in your day-to-day -day life changed just since the tournament or even during it? Uh, I mean, the social media stuff is great. I love I love it. It's awesome. Uh, I find it amazing how, how that all happened so quickly. And uh, I still don't even realize like what just happened. I, I'm still like in shock. But uh, as regards to my family, my family's just so proud of me. And uh, I, that makes me so happy that I, I can make my parents proud and my family members proud. But day-to-day, uh, -day, I guess a lot, a lot more people are just taking pictures of me and, like, with me and stuff. <laughs> I'm, walking, I'm walking across the street, and, and there's cars beeping and, and going crazy. So I'm just pointing at them, like, let's go. And it's just amazing. It just feels really awesome to, to make a lot of people happy. That's sick. What um, was I going to ask you? Uh, you got a couple of nicknames during the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> one did you have any nicknames going into the tournament the two i'm seeing online dougie buckets and dirty doug yeah i i heard both of those um <laughs> i don't know they, they just started coming up with anything online uh all the memes about me and stuff there i look at them i find them all hilarious uh people are sending me stuff all the time about me and i'm just looking at it like who would make this but it's just it's just so funny it's really awesome
Doug, I think Doug McDermott has Dougie Bucket. So are are you okay with Dirty Doug because you got the dirty stash, or yeah, is that something you don't? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. anything, really. I'm okay <laughs> with anything. All right, he's, I love good with, he's Let's good go. With would you ever get That's a cool. peacock tattooed on your arm? No. Okay. No, no I would not. <laughs> that is hilarious. Have, has anybody got a tattoo of you yet? Have you got tagged in any of that? No. That's a good one. Jordan's getting Tom. tattooed. We can, no, my first one. First, Tom, one. first tattoo, Dirty Doug. I wanted to say Dirty Doug above it, too. And I want the, the picture of him, the, the, the classic meme, where he's got his tongue out. That is like the greatest uh, – that might be the greatest picture <laughs> in NCAA sports history. That's the craziest That's so part funny. of it. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, this is my last serious question. Then any other question we can talk about. What um, what's the dream? Like you're obviously playing Division One basketball. I always ask Division One hoopers who like aren't at like these Dukes and different schools like that. Like, what do you have? Do you have a plan for obviously stuff from more college? But what's the dream long term? Uh, the dream is to it's what it's always been. It's to play in the NBA. Um, I want to do that since I was a kid. I feel like every basketball player wants to play in the NBA, and I feel like uh, that's still my goal. And then uh, I, I would accept going to play overseas somewhere, depending on if, the, if it's the right opportunity and stuff. But I just want to play basketball for as long as I can because of how much I love the game. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Hey, we got to circle back real quick. All right. I'm going to give you three – I'm going to give you – no, I'm going to give you four players. You are going to be included in this. Okay, I'm going to give you four athletes, and you have to make a podium of the best mustaches in sports. All right, you ready? Okay, you got Adam Morrison. Yep. You got Gardner Minshew, okay. Aaron Rodgers, and Doug Eddard. Okay, so I would go uh, – I would go Adam as fourth. Fourth place, Adam Morrison. Okay, interesting start. I like Probably it. Probably the worst, right worst athlete out of the four as well. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I would go uh, – I would have to go Gardner three. Gardner Minshew three. Didn't uh, know who Gardner Minshew was. We're going to put that yeah. asterisk right there. Gardner Minshew <laughs> when he finds that out. <laughs> anyways. Got to chill. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to say who's in first place because then it'll be given who's in second place. I had to say I'm in first place. Doug Let's Adder go. That's because home. of the magic that it's given me. Um, and Aaron Rodgers could take second place. Get another a legend right there, but no, Doug. Me. Doug, I'm I'm a Packer fan. I grew up in Wisconsin. I'm I'm so okay with you putting him at second. <laughs> right now. Give, give him the silver medal just because of this. I love him to death, but we need that magic that you have uh -huh. next season because if we lose the 49ers again, I you might not see me ever again. Right. I might just just go completely dark. I might you guys, just move. Do you guys Montana. agree with my? Do you guys agree with my podium or? Um, oh. I definitely have you. I definitely have you number one. Like, I don't even think it's close. The uh, other guys, like, they all kind of have a beard, if I'm not mistaken. Adam Morrison is, like, trash. Like, I think he's off the list. Um, <laughs> I think I might go Minshew two and Rogers three, but I, I think it's a good list. Uh, we could have we threw Larry Bird in there for, for Morrison. Right. But Larry Larry's, Bird's up there, too. Larry's, Larry's is dirty. Yeah, it's dirty. It's dirty, and it's real thin. Yeah. It's like, he's, like, twisted. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's not it. Oh, that's actually a great point. Doug, will you ever go to handlebars? I, I don't know. A lot of people are asking me that, actually. So, really? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I don't think I can grow that right now, but if it comes, I might have to make that the look. But right now, it's just it's this right here. 
Yeah, you can't you can't cross that off of like impossible because yeah, no, at, no. at one point you didn't even want the mustache. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. You gotta... so you'll never know what. Right. <laughs> Doug, are you on TikTok? Uh, yeah. So my my TikTok has been getting a lot of uh, a lot of activity, which I don't even know why. But I made my TikTok so I could look at other things, other videos. Of I just posted like random stuff, and my account's not for like it's not me, me. Like it's not me going and posting a TikTok every day. It's just for viewing purposes and just like mess around, and have fun. But I didn't think I might have to change that because people are commenting under my TikTok saying stuff. So I'm like, my profile gonna, picture is not. <laughs> I was gonna ask you if you've deleted, like, when you realize you're blowing up, were you like, oh my god, I have to delete these ten things because I look like a young kid or whatever? But sounds yeah, like you no, didn't care. So <laughs> I didn't even realize I should have deleted some of these TikToks of me and what I was and me like dancing and stuff like freshman year and stuff but i at that point once i even realized what was going on it was already right. too late way too late so if i if i delete it it's, doesn't change anything it's already out I there so i was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say because there's a i think jordan did it there's a tiktok trend trend where you add a mustache but you you don't have to do it you already got it oh right. did you do yeah, something jordan yeah it's, it was a steve harvey it was a uh yeah steve harvey one uh, from family feud um so so you're saying you you're thinking about maybe posting the thirst traps that you have in your in your dra- in your drafts doing that? I, I might i might have to i might have to look into it i mean i don't know <laughs> you know i think would be a great collab and i know and i know jimmy well is you and jimmy sotos i don't know if you know who that is he, he played at ohio state he's like super famous on tiktok oh really yeah girls are absolutely in love with this guy All, big, big thirst trap guy uh-huh. i love jimmy but he's a big thirst trap huge guy. thirst trap guy that's awesome. That's Not much awesome. maybe too much of Jimmy's content. Did you but- see his TikTok <laughs> the other day with Tana? No, nah, yeah, he, he's on a different level at this point. He's like celebrity status. Your girlfriend would not like you doing thirst traps with Jimmy, so maybe be Absolutely careful right. with that. Yeah, maybe, maybe be careful with that. Doug, my last question for you, um, and this has nothing to do with you, but I have to ask, uh, Will Smith or Chris Rock, whose side are you on? Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> you gotta no, pick a was, side. I will pick a side. That's all. That's an awesome event. I mean, I don't even know. Some people are saying staged, but I would have to say, uh, I would have to say Will Smith, only because uh, people are saying that he what he said was disrespectful. I mean, I don't know if he handled it the right way, but he definitely caught a lot of eyes, and I respect that. You gotta do if you're gonna do something, don't like talk about it. Like go up and do something. So I respect that from him, but. Supposedly they made up and everything's good, but it's just, I, it's more of like an action speaks louder than words kind of thing. So his action spe- spoke real loud, real loud, real loud. Yeah. <laughs> but like in the protection of his of his wife, which is also a good reason to do something like that. No doubt, no doubt. Tom, we're gonna have to have a whole segment on that yet, just because we haven't touched on it. I think Will Smith's <laughs> just at his breaking point. You know, I mean, he's had a tough for being as famous as he is. I mean, on social media. He's had one of the toughest, like, last two years, maybe of anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's, the he's, the opposite, he's the opposite of Doug right now. Yeah, no, no, no. Yep, he, he's, he's like the PR nightmare right now. Doug is like a PR dream. Yeah, Doug, correct me if everyone's been pretty supportive of you, right? Like, are you getting hate? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of hate. Uh, not, even, not even close to as much as the love I'm getting. So I, I thought you were going to say not as close to the amount that Will Smith gets. And I was like, no, I was like, no way. <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely getting a little bit of hate, but uh, 
nothing nothing too crazy but all, all i see is just all the love and support that people have for me so that's that's a good way to go about it i i would i would suggest every time because you just you've now entered the realm of like micro influencer like you're like where like you like people are going to be asking you to do stuff i mean you got the buffalo wild wing stuff best thing to do is to stay away from any comment section just post and ghost yeah. post and ghost brother i'm yeah, telling exactly. you but it is great that you get the love that you get because you deserve it, man. That's dope. Thank you. Dope. Um, I had one other thing uh, before I let you go here. I know you got a meeting coming up here soon. Um, what's uh, what does twenty four hours in Doug Doug Adder's life look like right now? Walk me through quickly. Right now, there's not much going on because uh, after the season, like I said, like the decompressed moments. Uh, really, it's just wake up. Go get some breakfast, uh, call my dad, call my mom, say what's up, go to class, and then uh, play some video games, relax, do some schoolwork, go to sleep, and do the same thing. Doug, are you, are you a Call of Duty guy? Oh, yeah. That's exactly my game. I play Warzone. Uh, I love it. I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Xbox, uh, PS4? Xbox, PS4? PS5. PS, oh, sorry, PS5. Sorry, I'm, I'm like 50, I guess. I didn't know there was a PS5. <laughs> All right. Yeah, either yeah. way, I gotta link up with you on uh, on on Warzone because we'll run. For some sure, that'd be awesome. Uh, We're not teammates. We play all the Jordan, time. Jordan is trash. Oh, trash. oh man. No, I'm not. My nope. Katie's above a one. My Katie's above a one. That's all you need to know, Doug. Right. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all that matters. All right, brother. Well, hey, let's uh let's stay in touch. We appreciate you jumping on, Tom. You don't have anything else, do you? Nah, man. No, I yeah. appreciate you, Doug. That was awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. No, it's it means the world to be on this and. uh to have this podcast with you guys has been it's been awesome. Had so much fun. The viewers are gonna <laughs> love it. Uh, Tom wrote in here that you've never claimed to never have eaten a sandwich. I think that's yeah. how we're gonna go. You yeah, that that was a that's a fact. Um, I'm just, I'm the pickiest eater you'll ever meet. I've always been this way. You you've uh, never like Chick Fil A? No, like never. Like what's for lunch today? My lunch day was pizza. What will no, dinner? Doug, be? Doug, Doug you don't like. Probably you don't like Chick-fil-A? No, I do. So I'll get chicken nuggets or chicken tenders from Chick-fil-A, but I won't eat a sandwich from there. What, are you like, you just got something against bread? No, like, so so I'll eat bread. Like, I'll have Italian bread by itself, and then I'll have chicken by itself. But if you put the two together, it's it's over. Not you're touching it. <laughs> you're a weird man, Doug. You're a weird man. Weird man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was always like it. I'm getting over, like, some of the some of the stuff, like, uh, I've been a very picky eater. I've all I ate when I was younger was chicken nuggets and pizza and waffles. So now I'm starting to uh, broaden my horizons and to just, what? Uh, like what's the more what, what's the new things that you've tried? So coming into college, my I had uh, eggs for the first time, like scrambled eggs, and oh. then uh, I started eating rice. Um, That's cool. I started eating some broccoli. I had to get some greens, like green beans. Hey. Uh, they, Stuff they, like they normally they normally say that you do experiment with a lot of things in college, Doug, but normally they're meaning things a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot like, <laughs> scrambled eggs. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's yeah. It's amazing. So chicken nuggets, pizza. And what else did you say? What'd you live off of? Waffles and waffles and a mustache. And then you have Doug Eddard. So if you yep. need the formula and you're listening right now, that's what you got to sure. do. Go go fire up the the I don't know the toaster oven or whatever you gotta yep. do. And, <laughs> Mustaches and, and broccoli. Yep. That's the yep. secret. Definitely grow a mustache. Have to. That's 
Awesome. Well, Doug, we appreciate you, man. We're going to sign off and uh, let's stay in touch. And if anything crazy starts to happen in the next few weeks, let's jump back on and, and discuss. All right. That's awesome. Thank you. No, seriously. Thank you for having me. It's been well, a, thanks, it's been a pleasure. See you All later. Right. See you All later. Right, see you guys.